time for us to check in with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun this morning. Hi, Vaughn. Good morning, Simi. All right, let's talk about this BC. Uh, BC when are they going to be BC United? I was going to say BC Liberal. Yeah, I wish, I wish I could tell you when it's going to be BC United, but Kevin Falcon couldn't tell us yesterday, so I'm not going to guess. It's going to take a while. So Falcon got what he wanted. He's been pushing for a name change for the BC Liberals since he announced he was going to seek the leadership uh, 18 months ago, and they put it to a vote. And the party members who voted, voted 80% to go with the new name, BC United, the old name, BC Liberal. They're they're hanging on to the rights so that nobody rushes out and starts the BC Liberal Party. Uh, But they're planning to switch to BC United. Uh, Still a couple of hurdles to clear. The party has to hold a convention and amend its constitution. And that takes a 75% vote. So if you think 80%, 75%, it's close there. And then, uh, if that passes in January or thereabouts, uh, Falcon and the party leadership have to decide when to make the changeover. Right. Okay. But I kept hearing that 80% number yesterday, yeah. but I didn't hear about how many people actually voted. Well, only less less than 20% voted. So they liberals have 45,000 members, as they never stopped telling us back when the New Democrats were struggling with 11,000 members. So they're proud of how many people joined the party. But uh, all those people who joined the party, most of them weren't engaged in the vote. Uh, 8,100 or so liberals actually voted. And all they had to do was go online, right? It's not like they had to go to a convention. So 8,100 voted. And of that 8,100, 80% went for BC United and 20% decided to stick Hmm. or wanted to stick with the old name. What do you think of that threshold? Well, you know, I think it's, that's an impressive number. And I mean, it's like an election. You can choose to vote or not to vote, but I'm not sure a lot of those people that joined the party are really engaged in this issue. So, I mean, you have a selling job to do with all the liberals who didn't vote at all on this issue. And you still got a selling job with the public. I mean, it's rebranding. We know from the corporate world that rebranding can take a while. yeah, what was how long did BCTV take to switch to oh, global? Boy. Right, and they were on the air every night. Oh. But they were. It took a while. I'm right? having PTSD thinking about that because yeah. I actually so, worked. Falcon said, "Well, it's not like Coca-Cola." Well, I hope not, because if you remember New Coca-Cola, that was a catastrophe <laughs> yeah, exactly. that they had to reverse. <laughs> so, I think it takes a lot of money and advertising to alert. Everybody, I mean, they first of all, they have to tell their own members it happened since a lot of them weren't paying attention. And then they have to tell the public uh, that, you know, uh, from now on, if you're if you're looking for the not the NDP party in B.C., uh, don't think B.C. conservatives don't go looking for B.C. liberal on the ballot. Think B.C. united. That's the in the liberal mind, in Falcon's mind. That's the successor to old social credit and then B.C. liberal. That's the not the NDP party in BC. Okay. So you got to do that. I think that's expensive. Yeah. I think that takes time. And look, um, the most recent disclosure shows uh, from Elections BC shows that the Liberals still haven't adjusted to the New Democrats getting rid of big money in politics. So the New Democrats did that way, you know, way back in 2017, five years ago. 
and the NDP is still raising money at roughly twice the rate of the liberals. The liberals got addicted to these giant checks, mostly from the corporate sector, over the years, and when those were taken away, they still haven't gone out there and done what the NDP did. The NDP replaced the union money with individuals signing up, contributing regularly. They've done a heck of a job of it, and the Liberals are still trailing badly in the fundraising department. All I can think of is how expensive this is going to be, the number of ad campaigns that you have to run to to, to remind people. Out of 45,000 of them, how many of them are actually going to be surprised when they find out they signed up for for BC United and not the BC Liberals? I bet a lot of them will be. Yes, and and of course a lot of voters, right? Voters are busy people. They've got other things on their minds. And so you've really got to get their attention and tell them before an election. Now, And here's the problem, right? When do you start and when do you do it? So Falcon admitted yesterday that the timing of the next election is in the hands of Premier David Eby. I guess we can start calling him that since he gets sworn in tomorrow. So David Eby gets to pick the time of the next election. And Falcon rightly says he doesn't trust Eby, nor should he, to stick to the date written into legislation, which is October 2024, because... You know, John Horgan pretended he was going to stick to that date up to the day he called an election, right? And then, and then he and he won. So Eby's going to call the next election at a time when NDP polling shows it's ripe. Let's go. Here's the thing: a months-long campaign to change the Liberal Party name to BC United. Well, it's not only going to be expensive; it's going to take time. It'll take months. Eby needs only four weeks' notice to call a general election. So what if you're halfway into the process, Kevin Falcon, and you're spending all this money and you're telling everybody, you know, when you get your ballot in the next election, look for BC United, and EB calls an election. And you're halfway into the process. Yeah, so it would seem to me that time is of the essence here. They should probably get going with this name change. Well, yeah, and they say they're going to get going, but... (laughs) The other thing he said, so they're having a convention in January. Okay, so that's needed in order to make it legal within the party constitution. So they have to do that first. Well, then Falcon said to us yesterday, um, if David Eby is calling a spring election, uh, I'm not going to be dumb enough to launch the process of changing the name in February. Well, if David Eby is calling a spring election, he's not going to tell Kevin Falcon that he's thinking of that (laughs) until four weeks before he does it. Kevin Falcon is going to be the last guy to discover. I mean, it's, again, the Liberal Party's own postmortem, Simi, on the 2020 election, said that people at Liberal Party headquarters did not believe until John Horgan called the election that John Horgan was going to do it. So they were in denial. There were signs. I didn't think he was going to do it either. So, But, you know, my political future doesn't staked on guessing right, right on elections. So I, I still, to me, the mystery on this one, Simi, the big unknown is how long is it going to take to change the name? How much is it going to cost? And when are they going to start? And how are they going to protect themselves against being ambushed 
by David Eby. Yeah, this is what I don't understand. Halfway through a mandate doesn't seem like the best time to be launching this. It would seem to me do this right after yeah. an election. No, and hey, if, if if I were an NDP strategist, you know, um, I would sort of, uh, you know, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Oh, no, we're not thinking of an early election. No, we'd never do that. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Say no more. <laughs> I mean, they could, the, the Democrats could have a lot of fun with the liberals on yeah. this one, kind of throw them off balance and uh, let them spend all the money and launch the campaign. And then, oh, well, circumstances have changed here in British Columbia. We're going to have to have an early election. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be fun to watch. I, I shouldn't is. laugh at the discomfort of political parties, but sometimes Why? they do provide a great deal of amusement for those of us who write about politics. Listen, you've got to take your amusement where you can get it when it comes to these political parties, Vaughn. But on a more serious note, yet let's also talk about the other press conference from yesterday, which was Health Minister Adrian Dix and Dr. Bonnie Henry. Now, we'll be speaking with the health minister coming up later on the show, but this is a very serious situation we find ourselves in. We're in a heck of a mess in our healthcare system again with uh, three viruses going, uh, triple threat, staff shortages in the healthcare system, uh, system overwhelmed, healthcare workers sick. Uh, we're getting reports already of people who taking their children to the ER and being told they have to wait for hours surrounded by other sick children. There's a shortage of pediatric uh, medicine. Uh, So your child has a fever. You don't know which of the viruses your child has, don't know which is the right treatment, and can't get a hold of children's Tylenol or whatever you need to reduce uh, the fever. So the system is in serious, serious trouble. Dix and Henry acknowledged all that yesterday, uh, you know, uh, downplayed the, the surgical cancellations we're getting already, but they did acknowledge it all, but they are not supporting the idea that others are calling for, which is bringing in a mask mandate, bringing back masking mandate. They're saying we have other things you can do, and we heard the usual list, uh, and they said get vaccinated, which is terrific advice, and everybody should do that for sure. But uh, on masking, the situation is different now, says Dr. Henry, and masking is mandatory masking is not the answer. Recommended? Yes, by all means. Wear masking in the right circumstances if you're being exposed to people, especially uh, in public, especially indoors, and especially if you're vulnerable yourself, your children are vulnerable, or Uh, You have aged parents or aged relatives who are vulnerable. All right. Some scary stuff in our hospitals. Uh, Vaughn, thank you. Bye-bye, Simon.